Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. The fourth installment in the gigantic franchise which has been in a lot of hot water for the last few years uh, due to the politics that the author of, of the books has gotten herself involved in. Uh, but I do think the story has grown past its creator. So if you're one of those people, you should just still enjoy it if you like it. You should just forget about all the others. Just ignore that other stuff and just focus on the uh, the quote-unquote art itself. Separate the art from the artist. Uh, I guess sometimes you gotta learn how to do that. Sometimes you really can't, but circumstances like this, I think you're good. Now, I, myself, am not the biggest fan of this franchise, but it doesn't have to do with the politics. I just preferred other nerdy polit uh, properties. Part of it has to do with the fact that I don't think Harry is nearly as interesting as a lot of other side characters are, or even the villain. This is one of those stories where I would have been okay with the villain winning, because he at least ha has a compelling origin was least interesting. It's part of the reason I prefer the stories with Voldemort's return, which is the conclusion to this film. I will say though, I don't think this movie really explains his return to life that well, because I'm not sure why this wasn't already done. Like why, why wasn't this his first plan to come back? Cause he comes back immediately and it was really easy. I mean, it was super easy compared to everything else the, the, the previous two attempts like when he tried to take the Sorcerer's Stone and when he tried to essentially come back with his holocrux with uh, the, his diary this one was way easier they just popped his little ass in a pot you know put in a couple ingredients and then boom fucking new body I don't know why the fuck they didn't do that immediately I don't know I don't know if it was like well we couldn't get them separated well I'm like there were multiple points in this series or Voldemort had his ass alone because there is a part of the movie where they need like a part of his blood to do the potion but he he gets he's able to get in contact with him at multiple points without anyone being interfering so I mean I really don't know why it wasn't the first thing done that's all I'm saying I mean, he like I said he just makes a potion and he's reborn to full power his only weakness being hairy at least in this movie this is a film where they started to do these energy beams when dueling. I'm not going to lie. It looks pretty goofy. It's just people grunting at each other while these foam beams clash. Uh, I will say Ralph Fiennes uh, does, uh, does a great performance as the Dark Sorcerer. And I do enjoy the way he made the character his own. Like when he holds his wand. Like the way he you know he walks around his, his presentation. I, I do think he's a good villain in terms of performance. And he's just entertaining to watch. That part's interesting. I'll give it that. It's he's got a cool design. I like how you know he's, he looks more snake-like and things like that. Like he doesn't have a nose. It's got like it's like padded down like a what, like a snake. It's it's cool. I like that. It's neat. Now, at least the design of him's cool. You know, Nino, and he's got his like his power is green. Oh, he's like green more than red. So yeah, <laughs> Harry's is red. But yeah. It, at first, I always thought it was like the, the fusing of the beam things was because those wands were like twins. So there's lore if you don't already know. You most likely do if you're listening to this review. But, the, you know, the, how the, the phoenix feather, like there was like two feathers and it made their wands. Like they just happened to be the ones that were paired. And so at first I thought it was something like that. But what is also kind of confusing is that... 
The spell Harry uses is a disarming spell. If you're just able to, like, disarm the killing curse, why doesn't everyone do that? It, maybe there's something to explain that, but there's nothing that I've seen in the movie that explains why Expelliarmus was able to stop the killing curse. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know why, uh, because... Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't, is it because they're pairing? But that still doesn't make any sense based on the, what seems to be the established rules of the killing curse when they explain them in this movie. Yeah, because not only do they explain the killing curses, the three of them, but they then do this at the end. So it only makes it more confusing in my opinion. Yeah, but I'll still give a credit to it. There are some points during their little duel I did like. I like when, you know, like the souls of that Voldemort's taken start coming out and talking to Harry, like like his parents and things like that. And essentially, like the <laughs> the spirits like help defeat Voldemort so Harry can get away. Um, yeah, I kind of like that. And I, I mean, I do also like the Death Eater design. There's like a scene where a bunch of Death Eaters, like you know, they go up to they they go in this like ritual to when they're resurrecting him. I think the masks are cool. Uh, yeah, I liked the Death Eater look, especially like, you know, like the tattoo they had and like the fucking symbol in the sky. It's cool. I like the villain designs. I'll give them that. I think, I think that's some of the strong, strongest parts of this movie. The, the villains in like years four th through seven are just the designs and everything are just kind of cooler than, than, than the previous three. Yeah. Now, my favorite, favorite part of this movie is the actual tournament and the introduction to a bunch of new characters. This film has two other schools involved in its story. The Wizarding World has a tournament between schools as a way to build community and friendship, which is where the Goblet of Fire comes into play. It's the prize all the members are playing for. I like how different each school is. There are two schools, a French and Russian school, but they are interesting enough to where adding more would kind of muddy things up. I, I understand why it was only two other schools. I feel like there, if there was more of a realistic idea for wizarding, like why is it only like Hogwarts and those two? I feel like there'd be more wizards across. Like why is it only those two? But it does help, you know, make it so it doesn't get too jarbled with so many different side characters having to set up all these different schools. So it, it does help keeping the story more interesting. <laughs> My two favorite characters of this movie, new characters, are Mad-Eye Moody and Cedric Diggory. Uh, Mad-Eye Moody being this year's new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, and Cedric being an older classmate of Harry, who is also in the tournament, plus he's the first actually important Hufflepuff in the story. So, yeah, there wasn't a single fucking important Hufflepuff besides him. Uh, I, there might be one, but I can't fucking think of one, to be honest. And I've seen these movies a decent amount. You know, either through friends rewatching them around or watching them when I was a kid. I even read the books once, I think, when I was like eight. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is it. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is it. But, uh, yeah, he, yeah, I like him. He's neat. Uh, I also really enjoyed all the creatures they showed in these movies, like the dragons and the mermaids. That was cool. I like all that shit. I like when the, you know, when the fantasy stories do. You know, all the monsters and stuff like that. I, some of my favorite parts in even D&D &D and things like that. It's just cool. I like it a lot. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I love monsters. So, yeah. Not that big of a surprise. I like the monsters in the movie. Uh, the cast of the film being portrayed by Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grint, Robert Pattinson, Ralph Fiennes, Michael Gambon, 
uh, Tom Felton, Alan Rickman, Maggie Smith, David Tennant, Brendan Gleeson, Gary Ullman, Matthew Lewis, Timothy Spall, Jason Isaacs, Katie Long- Lewin, Lewin uh, Miranda Richardson, James and Oliver Phelps, Robbie Coltrane, Warwick Davis, and Mark Williams. This is one of those franchises where the casting is perfect. There isn't anyone that I think would want to be want to, that we would want to see replaced or pick their actor or their or their voice that uh, reading new books. I mean, yeah, when when I, when I read the books, these movies were coming out, um, and when I would read the books, their the actors that played them, their voices were in my head when I was reading the books. So, yeah, I think that they uh, that's that's how good of a pick they did. But these these actors are, are good enough to where they'll voice the, the character in my head. It's the same thing I did with, you know, a lot of the Batman animated series voices like Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy. When I Batman, I hear their voices. So I'll give it that. Although, however, I say this, but in the same breath, on Max, they're going to be remaking Harry Potter. Why are they doing that? I have no fucking clue. Should they be? No. No, they shouldn't. I think what they're doing is trying to milk the teat of Harry Potter for as long as they can, as much as they can, before the author eventually just makes her her, her own shit implode. I think I think that's what they're doing. There's no other way reason for in my head that they would be doing that. So yeah, I'm I'm not excited for the newer Harry Potters. Especially since with how good the, the cast is and things like that. The only thing I might be interested in seeing this, you know, like, actually, yeah, no, still, no, yeah, there's nothing I really want to see, so yeah, overall, I give this movie a 7 out of 10, it's a good movie, I like this one, I have, I have some fun with this one, I like all, the, I like the new characters, I like the schools, I like the creatures, um, I like, you know, the new design for Voldemort, I don't like the foamy, foamy beam attack thing, I don't like that, I kind of wish they explained how Voldemort returned a little bit better, and uh yeah 7 out of 10 well i hope you enjoyed this review if you did i reviewed the previous three harry potter films so if you want to check that out that's highly appreciated also i've reviewed all kinds of other movies tv shows and anime so you could check that out as well i would kindly i would kindly thank you and uh yeah you should drop a follow on wherever streaming through that we get a notification when i post a review so thank you and i hope you have a fantastic day my friend